0: Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now I'm in the tour van of a band called Cloud Control. I've got two members trapped in here with me. I'd love it if you guys could introduce your name and what you do in the band.
1: Hey, I'm uh, Jeremy. I'm the bass player. I'm Alistair and I play guitar and sing.
0: There are sunflower
2: seeds all over the seats. It's true. It's true, they're really tasty, but they make you work for them because you have to shell them in your mouth, and then the payoff is—it's it's pretty good. It's not that good, though. I don't know if they're worth it.
1: What do you think, Al? Yeah, sunflower seeds are good. I think um, you know—it just depends if you're a, if you like to work for your payoff or if you like your payoff to just be handed to you on a platter. Me, I like to work for it. I'll take the platter if
0: it's on offer. Just take the platter, one not it? I think that I would take the platter as well. <laughs> okay, you guys are lazy. Cloud control. You guys recorded your second record, Dream Cave, in a cave. There's so many phallic symbols in rock music. A cave is a powerful yonic symbol. Don't you guys think? Yeah, definitely. It's a giant uh, hole that will eat you. <laughs> it's
1: dark and scary. <laughs> Moist. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wet, dripping. <laughs> okay hey my name is jeremy i play in cloud control and you're listening to the interview show hosted by scott wood your best friend
3: You promise?
1: Alistair from Cloud Control,
0: you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just listened to the song Promises off the record Dream Cave by an Australian band called Cloud Control. I've got two members of the band here in their tour van, <laughs> trapped. They can't get out unless they answer my questions. I would love it if one of you guys could... Oh, That was the car alarm. Yeah, I would love I just it. went
2: there. I've been waiting to do, wanting to do that for a little bit. Let's talk about Promises. Yeah? Well, this was, uh, we had a little bit of a riding camp uh, on an island called Ré, which is off the coast of France, the west coast. And it's like a summertime party island, and we were there in the middle of winter. And we were there for two weeks, and we all left, and Al stayed. And Promises
0: was born. Okay, so Cloud Control, you guys are on tour right now. You're an Australian band in North America. You're on tour with a couple of other acts. You guys tour a lot. When you are on tour with another band, what is an essential quality of a good band touring partner? The art of conversation.
2: Some people just don't know how to talk to people. And a good band who's,
1: like, chilled out and can,
2: you know, be friends with, great.
1: No worries. I think what Jeremy said is true. I can't think of a band that is... Annoying, though, really. Most bands we've toured with, we've stayed really good friends with. Maybe we're just really good at choosing bands. But, uh, yeah, Central Qualities, I mean, they have to be able to...
0: Oh, man, I can't think of anything funny to say. If a band that you guys have been on tour with would be saying gossipy things about Cloud Control, (laughs) what would they complain about? Gee, that band, Cloud Control...
2: uh, Sure... Smell... Maybe. I mean it's gossipy, so it's probably not true, right?
0: There's a grain of truth in all <laughs> gossip, isn't there? But you guys smell okay.
2: Oh, uh, good cool, man. Thanks. Thanks. What do you think they'd say? <laughs> We'd smell like dill pickle. Uh, I don't know what uh what, what's the word on the street about what's the cloud control gossip that you've heard? Have you heard any? Scott. No one talks to me. I'm just
1: some nerdy dude. <laughs> I do
2: not believe that for a second. Come on.
1: Ah, uh, okay. I'll uh, gossip about cloud control. Um, well, they'd be like, man, cloud control eat a lot of snack food. Or they'll be like, where did our rider go? I thought we had a rider. But like, we ate it. Man, that cloud control are really strong.
2: I can't believe how strong they all are. Okay. Yeah, that one came... That never happens.
0: (laughs) That one came out of nowhere, but alright, I will accept that answer. So you guys, Cloud Control, you guys have a neat band origin. I'd love it if you could quickly go over that.
2: It's not that neat. Uh, We were just a bunch of friends who uh, just like playing music, and Heidi rubbed us (laughs) all in, because she wanted to play in a band for a little bit of time at university. And yeah, she just knew us all, and she just rubbed us in, and it was meant to be like a short-term kind of just flabber night kind of deal, but it just kind of stuck. And here we all are, sitting in a tour van in Vancouver, eight years later.
0: Right, but there was contests involved. There was. The thing about,
2: yeah, we, we played in a van competition. And the thing is, like, music and competition, they don't, they're not very happily married. They're like... Uh, They're just acquaintances who don't, you know, maybe if they pass each other in the street, they wouldn't even nod at each other. But they're not really friends. And that's for good reasons. So it's kind of one of those things that's like, I guess we came together for, yeah, something that's, you know, ultimately
0: pretty weird. All right. So if you guys hadn't have won the contest, if these circumstances had not all worked out in your favor, what do you think each of you would be doing?
2: I
1: used to work for the government uh, as a spy. So I'd probably go back and do that. Um, I don't know what I would be doing, but that guy outside is doing really, he was doing really weird stuff. Anyway, I studied architecture, but, um, yeah, I guess I would have ended up doing
0: that, I guess, probably. Your Wikipedia says that you guys met backstage at an audition for Pirates of the Penzance. I've heard that's a lie. Should other bands make up fake bios like you guys did at one point? Most people
2: are really boring, so they should definitely do all of those things and make up stuff all the time.
1: Um, Good. You have really good questions, but I don't think people should do that unless that, I mean, it's like getting a tattoo. You have to be really sure that's what you want because it really comes back that we still, people still think that we were all involved in musicals
0: and that's how we met. Just because of that old bio that, you know, was just completely made up. Thanks for the compliment, and I think that would also be a great origin story. What? Being good at asking questions? No! Oh, the musical <laughs> I bit.
1: I was making a joke. Oh. But you think it would be. It's okay. It was good for a while, but I don't like it anymore. Hey, it's Al from Cloud Control. You're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. <laughs> You're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.
0: Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Gold Canary, which is an older track by Cloud Control. I'd love it if I could get the two guys sitting here with me in the band to talk about this older track. Right, this song, it
1: doesn't sound anything like it, but I wanted to get that like, really minimal approach to the arrangement of the song. So it has like, one note and like a kick drum and then just that, just like the snare entry comes in. It's all about like the way the things enter and hardly anything happening, but every time something does happen, it's like kind of a big deal. Rather than, you know, so many times in songs, all the time, and it's not even a bad thing, it depends what the song's about, but the the instruments can be kind of almost superfluous. We were trying to be like really economical about it and really, do something really focused. Luckily, I think that song was, you know, has a really nice melody and nice lyrics and stuff. So it's easy to be economical. You don't really need that much to support it. But that was the idea. It was kind of, I was thinking of dubstep
0: when doing that, even though it doesn't really sound like it. So you guys are on tour right now, touring an album called Dream Cave. I've read the big story behind this one. Another great story is that you recorded it in a cave. Yes?
1: Oh yeah, it's only parts of the album, but yeah, we did record little bits of it in a cave.
0: I've read that the idea to do that was because you were inspired by Jack White, who likes to challenge himself on records.
1: Oh uh, yeah, partially yeah. Uh, I don't know if I was like inspired by it, but later it was definitely like, oh yeah, you know, retrospective uh, justification of doing something. And just thought reading an article I saw a parallel because he liked to do things like Put microphones far away from each other on stage, so he has to like, like be really aware of the um, the physicality of what he's doing and the limitations. I think there's a there's sort of a parallel between that and what we did in that it was quite difficult. Um, and I think limitations are good too.
0: Dream Cave, it's your second record. I've read that it took you guys a year of writing and two months of recording. That is a long time to make a record.
1: Yeah, I guess that's so. not. Good. That's not. That's not long. Really? Bands take ages to write records. Depends on the record. I mean, some people, like Neil Young, will write a record in two weeks. Hey, we are in Canada, so maybe that's why you think that's a long time. But some people take, like, you know, years and years. And your first record... They all say, you know the thing I'm about to say. I'm not even going to say it. But, the but please say it because people who are
0: listening may not know.
1: Well, everybody says that your first record, you have your whole life to make it. And then your second record, you have the distance between your first record and your second record to make it. So inevitably, it's a lot less time. But yeah, I don't know. A year, we um, yeah, I, it doesn't feel very long to me. I mean from everything we went through and um all that stuff I don't feel like we really were wasting time maybe some people
2: write records in a really short amount of time but they're not very good maybe some people write
1: take three years to write records Uh, and they're still not very good our record's got a lot of detail on it it's not like we just went into a room and played 10 songs it's like it's got a lot of different ideas and a lot of you know a lot of different directions and I guess all those turns and things take time to come up with.
2: Hey, my name's Jeremy. I play in Cloud Control, and you're listening to the interview show hosted by Scott Wood, your best friend.
0: It's Al from Cloud Control. You're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just listened to Dojo Rising by a band called Cloud Control off their second record, Dream Cave. I've got two members of the band here trapped with me in their van. You like to beat yourself up a lot in your lyrics. Should fans feel sorry for you? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's funny that you say that because the lines that um, literally say I should beat myself down oh wait I what is it I could beat myself down you need to bother Jeremy actually wrote that but I think he wrote it for me to sing I don't know what he was writing about
0: (laughs) you also say that you're lazy but
1: I wrote that part of that song and at the same time I think like I'm not in some ways I'm lazy but in other ways all of us work really hard and it's a hard thing to try and do. But it's just that like, you know, sometimes I am singing literally the
0: opposite of what I'm what I actually think. I think it's that's better in a way. So hold on, if you wrote the song for him, I would love you to talk about this. Uh I don't know if I wanna like
2: do you want it you've is, we've never talked about this. This is interesting. No should we? I don't know. It's like Dude, dangerous you territory, like maybe exactly. Maybe talk about it later. Yeah, no, well, we I would our... like you to talk no, about it now. Know, I'm more than happy to talk about it now if you want I'll to. Know. Know, well, it's just I don't know what it's one of those. Say. Well, I'm. This is what I'm going to say. It's like uh, that verse in Dota Rising, the first verse, is kind of like, it's like the guilty pleasure that you might have when you have heartache. So you don't want heartache, but you kind of enjoy it, and you do stuff mm-hmm. maybe to prolong that or for whatever reason because you kind of like it but it's one of those things you like it but you don't like it you're thinking kind of two things at once but maybe you like the drama of heartache but
0: you don't really like no one likes heartache but do they kind of thing
1: yeah interesting
0: that's really interesting what blows my mind is that you guys wrote these songs together recorded them together perform them every night together yet you're just talking about this now
1: I don't know if what Jeremy just said is how I would put it, but I do think I know what he's talking about when he wrote those words for me.
0: You guys also spend a lot of time in tour vans together, so if you're not talking about these songs that you write and perform together, what do you talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Who would do that? What artists would just talk about their own music all day long
1: in the tour van? Yeah, We <laughs> never talk about music, to be honest. Unless we're actually... Um, writing music most most of what we do in the tour van is uh,
2: decide what we're going to eat for the rest of today actually you know what me and Al sit here and are victims of conversations that happen around us about what everyone else is going to eat fair? <laughs> fair <laughs> yeah
0: guys thank you very much for your time today I appreciate you sitting down with me at the end of the show I like the guests to pick one of their own tracks and you guys talk a bit about it as I bring up that track so cloud control what cloud control song should i play the about the Tons- Smok- the the
1: feeling? yeah sure
2: yeah let's the pick the smoke the feeling which is a song that uh we kind of wrote that pretty early on in the writing process as well actually um but it's one of those songs that kind of hung around with i think sometimes with us initial ideas to completion is like quite a while so you have like you write lots and lots of ideas and then you kind of you like it you hate it you like lucky you hate it and then you get an idea and you're like oh no I love it I know exactly what we're gonna do with it so kind of smoke the feeling was kind of like that Heidi wrote it and we weren't sure you know what to do with it she brought such a kind of different flavor to the writing process for the album like you know how the hell do we do these songs in a manner that's you know that we all get and we all enjoy and we all find a piece of satisfaction with and so yeah after we kind of you know sorted the beat for it and um we threw a voice through a vocoder and things like that. It kind of all kind of started to make sense a little bit more.
0: Alright, so we're gonna to listen to The Smoke, The Feeling, by a band called Cloud Control, off their record Dream Cave. Guys, thank you very much for spending some time with me tonight. Excellent. You're most welcome.
2: Yeah, thanks for having us. Hey, my name's Jeremy. I play in Cloud Control, and you're listening to the interview show hosted by Scott Wood, your best friend.
3: Leave a trace on me in yeah.